0: welcome back we are back at it again with bam in the junk this is the first time i'm recording a podcast while also on camera i'm recording live to uh facebook and instagram um facebook on nigel deacon that's me um and instagram at nigel sucks lol um we are uh still a two-person thing for bam in the junk we're just trying something new here um want to see how this is going uh so if um, if you guys have any questions have anything that you want to say to me during this just you know throw it in the chat and I will um, I'll take take a gander um, today I'm pretty much just kind of testing out how this how this is gonna go um, I'm going to be going through just kind of like how this week went, how Easter went um, for the podcast listeners I usually post these on Monday mornings but we ran out of uh, Ran out of time with the holiday yesterday, and we wanted to kind of make sure that we had the holiday spirit throughout the whole day, rather than just at uh, just during the day. So we kept it going throughout the whole day, and now I'm coming at you a day late. Um, I usually do. We usually do these recordings at seven o'clock on Sundays, and if I can get the live video to work, um, then uh, we will see how it goes. We'll, we'll see if this is something to continue. If it's not, then, you know, hit us back at, um, hit us back at soundcloud slash Junk. You can follow us. I'll try and do these on Sundays. And since I'm multitasking right now, I'm probably repeating myself like a whole bunch. Uh, But let's just, uh, let's just jump into it. Um, I hope everyone had a good holiday yesterday. uh, The uh, 12th, you know, let's date this a little bit. Um, And, See how it goes, you know. I I, I hope it was uh, fun for everyone. I hope everyone got to spend some time with their family. I know it's kind of a weird time. Um, I unfortunately didn't go get to go see my mom, uh, which is what I would usually do. But here in the in the household, we were able to get some stuff together. We threw together, baked a ham for the first time um, for most of us. We made some green beans, some mac and cheese. Uh, we made a cheesecake. Um, and we kind of figured out that our uh, what's it called? Our, our plan for the holiday is to kind of just jump into getting as much cheese as possible into into ourselves. Um, via you know we had the we had we usually do lasagna for our holidays. Um, it's either like lasagna, mac and cheese, sometimes both. Almost certainly a cheesecake. Like I said, um, just dairy, dairy all day, and uh, it's probably terrible for all of us, but you know, we had a good time. Um, it was, uh, like I said, our first time with getting the, uh, what's it called, getting the ham, um, which is something that usually my mom would do uh, for our holidays, it's usually Easter and um, Christmas, I think is when we would do a ham, but, here in our household with uh, everyone that's here, we uh, ended up just going with anything else um, up until this this holiday. And now we maybe have a tradition. Um, for anyone that's trying to watch on Facebook, definitely not working. So I'm glad to see that we've got some people on Instagram that are watching. Um, Hopefully this is a little bit more interesting than what it sounds like right now, but uh, next topic, um, for those that follow me on Instagram, I posted a picture of all of my tattoos today. I managed to forget one. Um, it was uh, it's my butt tattoo. Now, most of you probably know and have already seen it, um, but it was completely forgotten for this uh post that I made today which like I shaved my legs for because I needed to take some uh some pictures that were not like terrible quality because of those um because of the hair that is just like it, it's outrageous on my legs. I don't I don't understand how like the rest of me is mostly bald but then my legs are just like forest it feels like. Uh so I shaved those or at least trimmed it down. Um, and got some pictures threw them up uh i'm really bad at taking pictures and it's a, it's like super awkward for me to um to take some of the pictures like i can't really get the uh flower that's on the back of my arm the rose uh I, it was like almost impossible to get a good angle on that <clears throat> but eventually you know um i got it you know you can see that post uh it also has me like mostly naked in the last picture which you know not for everybody but um you know it just uh just ignore it don't just and please don't pay any mind to like how doughy i look but anyway um i figured today might be a good day to kind of like go through the stories of uh of all of my tattoos um if there is one to tell you know my my sleeve of flowers is pretty much just a sleeve of flowers i like i like colors i like flowers um i really trust my friend and tattoo artist uh xanthian um anyone wants to check her out uh her tattoo page on instagram is at xanthian moon uh and she does amazing work and like even just looking at my arm because one of the tattoos that's on my arm the purple flower on my forearm is that was one of her first like i want to say like five like in the top five um first tattoos uh meaning like not top five best, but one of the first five that she did, I think. Um, and going from there up through, you can kind of see her improvement um, just from like that flower up to the sunflower down to the, I think it's a lily. I'm not really sure what's uh, what's going on in my arm, the orange one, but yeah, it's probably one of my favorites now. It came out looking so great and you can just see her improvement as it's going on. Um, but uh, I pretty much I told her, hey, I want or rather I asked her, hey, can you do a sleeve of flowers with throwing some bugs, throwing some things here and there um, and see how, how that works. And uh, well, you know, here here we are. You know, it's been about a year because I'm slow at getting back up there. Um, but uh, we're, we're on our way we're working there. We got the flowers. We got the little bee. The bee didn't make it into the photo shoot because the one picture I took was, um, kind of blurry. And by the time I realized that I had already put a shirt back on and who wants to deal with that? So, uh, moving on, I have a squirrel on my ribs. Um, that one is from, uh, it was from my yoga class in college. Um, because the yoga teacher wanted, had us do a project where we were supposed to do some sort of like arts and craft thing that was uh, reminiscent of like who we are. It's like, it shows who we are as people. Um, it represents us in some way. So a lot of people made like collages. Some people made full-blown dioramas. Some people wrote poems. Um, and mine was I, like, I, cause I had to be some kind of extra and I didn't want to sing a song. I put in uh, a. I got an appointment at Artifacts and got a tattoo done, um, and I'm really glad that I was able to get that all done in time because, like, she was kind of shocked that I went out and did something like that. But it kind of worked out because, like, squirrels are my favorite animal, and I really, I really wanted to have one just chilling on me. Um, so i got that and i turned in a bunch of pictures of all my other tattoos and on the day when we were supposed to present i just kind of like lifted my shirt and i was like showing off that and i wore shorts so i could show off the rest of my tattoos and it was basically like yeah i love music i love video games and i love squirrels so they're all my tattoos but um to go more in depth in that realm uh on my left arm i have my favorite pokemon Sneasel, right in my like bicep area um He's – it's just – he needs a lot of touch-ups, which you can see in the in the post. But he uh, – I just love Sneasel. He's so cute and a little dark ice type um, and not to sound like – I don't want to like sound edgy and be like, oh, he's got – he's cold and he's dark and it's just like me. It's like, no, nah, he's just a cool little weasel. Um, and then I have uh, rubber hose style Baphomet on my wrist. Um, that one was me going, I really want – this uh, image on me. I want a uh, Baphomet on me and I was looking for some like super cool ones. I, was, I knew I was going to put it on my wrist and every single one that I saw was like, okay. And then I saw this one, I was like, Oh shit. I love Cuphead uh, recently. And I really want, I would love to have something that's in the Cuphead style on there. So I went for the rubber he- rubber hose Baphomet, which, uh, I don't know. I, I really like that one. Cause that was like my first fully visible tattoo for anyone that, um, that like saw me in a short sleeve shirt. Uh, The flower was pretty close, um, but it uh, that one got pretty infected pretty like quick. And I needed to, I kind of kept that one covered for a little while because of how damaged it ended up looking at the the beginning. Now it looks a lot better. We did some touch ups and everything's fine, but um, Baphomet was the one that was like super visible to everyone. Then right above that, I have an altered album cover for a band called cold hot plums which is not a band i listened to but the album cover was super cool so i wanted to uh i wanted to get that one on there um again that one was just kind of like hey i kind of want this and i got it on there uh i that was the first one i went to the shaman's den for first and only one because i'd seen all their work and i really appreciated how much um how much time and devotion they put into it and how much color was always popping in people's tattoos when I saw them get work from the shaman's den. Uh, so I got that done there. Um, there's a super cool experience. Uh, the guy that did it was Paul Flatfish. Um, he's a super cool guy. Uh, check him out on, on Instagram as well. Uh, and I see a bunch of other people joining, and I think dropping out, which is cool. No, no problems. I'm just, gonna, I'm not gonna call you out individually because I also don't see who's actively watching. But it's all good. It's all good. Um, moving on. Uh, each of my thighs has a um, Pokemon on it. It's a Umbreon and Espeon. Both of them have. Um, they're in the sugar skull style, uh, so they're all like. Mexican Day of the Dead kind of looks, but still just Umbreon and Espeon's face. Moving down each leg on the right side, I have a full sleeve of Dark Souls. um, And I just, I really love the Dark Souls series and all the imagery that comes from those. They are dark and kind of spooky. And I really love that that image and that look. So I have that there. Um, And then the other leg has some Fallout tattoos. Those were... Among my first, they weren't my very first, um, but they uh, they were there. It was so good. I don't know. They were, they're fine. I kind of wish I had done something else with that leg, but I don't regret them at all. Um, farther down, I have my robot with the human hair in his teenager form, um, which, uh, I don't know. Again, it's like every single one of my tattoos is just, hey, uh, I kind of want this thing. Let's go make an appointment. Here we go. Um, and uh, that's how I went for my first one, which is the Circle of Life, the cover of the sem- album Semper Eternal by Bring Me to the Horizon. That was my first one. Um, and the cat on my ankle where I went to Renaissance Tattooed uh, out in Endicott. They, uh, I got that one there. And that's, it was just like every single one has been, hey, I kind of want this thing, let's go. And I go and make the appointment to get it done um except for my butt tattoo which is the technically the longest i've ever planned a tattoo where i was in college i was sitting there in class thinking you know what i want to get something really dumb on me and i think i've already told this story in the podcast before but um i thought you know i really want to get something stupid on me let's uh let's get this in there and i drew up this thing that said i don't fucking care with a bunch of like dorky little what's a who's its and it was um really poorly drawn and i kind of wish that i had planned it out a little bit better back then but then uh when on facebook someone posted a, a thing that said 50 wow reacts and i'll get a butt tattoo and i was like well i kind of already have this plan to do so let's just expedite this from sometime to right now got the 50 wow reacts when i shared it and got the tattoo i got um my artist friend gabby uh shout out on instagram to her it's uh gabby sketches at gabby sketches um she does excellent work excellent excellent digital work and i uh she did a great job in designing my butt tattoo made it actually look good um whereas i made it look pretty uh pretty lame but that's pretty much that's i think that's all of my tattoos now um You can check out the post on on my Instagram, like I said before, at NigelSucksLOL, Um, but uh, move on from there, some video game talk, just real quick, Uh, I've been playing through Persona 5 Royal this past week, it's been just more of the same, and I love every second of it, like, I was super tempted to start playing Persona 5 right before Royal came out, and I'm really glad I didn't, because I probably would have been burned out real quick, but I... Ha- i'm having a blast going through this um i need to finish it though so i can start final fantasy seven uh and if i can start final fantasy seven soon then that means that i can move on to something else like if i want to start playing another pokemon because i've been getting that urge again um, i've been hearing great things about final fantasy seven um really glad that uh cloud from the kingdom Hearts series is getting his own game um good to see him out there Then uh, another, like, a small bummer that I'm having um, is that I have these uh, games on my phone. Uh, You got games on your phone? Uh, I got this game called Cartoon Network Matchland and just regular Matchland. And Cartoon Network Matchland, I think I've all but beaten, pretty much. Like, it's a game that's supposed to go on forever, but I've unlocked every character, and I can't really... I've beaten every level. I'm just doing the, like, daily quests, and it feels so, like disingenuous because like the game is newer but it's not getting any more updates and matchland proper it got like some major updates that i'd love to see in the new game but it just it's not they're not coming out so i'm still i'm having more fun with that one which is cool um but you know that's whatever so now to the main point of my of the podcast today is uh, a little bit of quarantine talk because you know at this point we're all stuck at home we're all thinking about how do we pass the day? What's going to happen to us and our loved ones? Um, How are people reacting to all this? And I just had like a handful of things that I wanted to run through. Um, For the most part, this quarantine has us all kind of fucked up. Um, And it's really weird to see how things are progressing. Uh, Our media is changing a lot. Um, Things like on like talk shows like uh the late show and um even last week tonight with john oliver uh jimmy kimmel i'm um, jimmy fallon just all of them it, it's kind of they've all shifted to working online um different people like john krasinski are starting up their online shows and it's uh it's really cool to see them like continuing to put out the information It it is really showing of like how the um, online talk show really differs from the normal talk show. Cause like the talk show is like a really weird medium and we're kind of definitely seeing that now because like the the medium of the talk show, it has this like forced laughter. And I think that's what makes the difference between someone that's actually funny and someone that is just kind of phoning it in. And I used to love Jimmy Fallon. Nope, Kimmel Fallon jimmy fallon i used to love jimmy fallon thought he was great i loved his bits i love the the art the uh way that he reacts to everyone he's always very excited about the people that he gets to meet um but watching his online talk show i'm really starting to see that like he's not that funny he's more just like i said phoning it in he uh he gets a lot of his hilarity online from or sorry on the show uh just from the laugh track that or the people in the audience that are laughing at what are supposed to be his jokes but then you see stephen colbert and it's like okay i'm still i'm still seeing it here where i'm not laughing at most things but i'm at least entertained or getting enough information out of the experience and i think that that's really important because he's he's doing well he he may have a higher production value than jimmy kimmel right now because he's got like the actual newsman um sitting outside of his house that's like satelliting in all the all the stuff he's got a whole crew even if they're not on site um and that's really helpful it looked like jimmy kimmel was Fallon whatever they were just using like a webcam and uh you know That's not, like, a bad thing. I would be using a webcam right now, but it just didn't really want to work on Facebook, so I'm just using Instagram. Um, Anyway, Stephen Colbert has been doing a really great job of uh, keeping people informed, keeping people entertained. Um, John Oliver doing the same. He's keeping everyone up to date with all of the the bullshit that's going on um, in our government and uh, the people surrounding Trump um, I'm learning a lot about how things are operating and it's really really terrifying and I kind of I kind of hate uh, what I'm seeing but we'll get to that in a little bit um, most people are working from home now I am one of those people um, I've been working from home for the last I think three weeks I'm working as the uh, like IT desk helpline um, for the school that I work at and it's really weird because you really start to see how unprepared people were for this sort of thing. And uh, you don't necessarily want to be like, why aren't you prepared for this? But it's kind of like, you should have a contingency plan for something like this, even if it'll never happen. Like if you were teaching classes, be ready to be able to teach from online. You are, you're a teacher in 2020. Why are you not ready for something like this, you know? But uh, I it's, people were more prepared than I expected at the same time, um, which is good. People are staying on top of things. People are uh, adapting relatively quickly. Um, and I'm really hoping that the class of 2020 and anyone that's taking classes in 2020 isn't gonna suffer too much from this experience. Um, I know a lot of people have a hard time with uh, adjusting to how things, uh, how how to learn in these sorts of situations, like changing from being in person. Maybe you're someone that has to be lectured to. Um, But we, uh, and then switching to online, maybe you have a tougher time learning from, um, learning just on your own, just from readings. Um, I see that I've got a comment from Kelly, my friend Kelly. Uh, this whole pandemic has taken everyone by storm and has prevented a lot of important things to be done. Those who haven't been prepared are lucky, or those who have been prepared are lucky. And she's got a point. Like it, it because a lot of people weren't prepared for this kind of change. Um, it's probably messed up a lot of people. Like right now, uh, webcam prices are skyrocketing. Um, we have uh, a crazy high demand for things like. Um, microphones and headsets that are capable of uh doing the things that people need to do to work from home um and i I think we're just going to keep seeing more of that like they can pump out more production but it's hard when everyone has to work from home and factories aren't operating the same way so we'll just kind of we got to wait it out we got to stay stay safe and make this last as short as possible you know um the media coverage of this has been kind of all over the place uh because there's still people that are seeing this as, as a hoax, and the, the, misspreading or the misinformation that's being spread because of things like that, it's just terrifying. Um, media coverage has been vast; it's going all across the world, um, and uh, I'll come back to that hoax thing in just a minute. But it, it's just, I'm surprised at. Um, both how much and how little things are being covered, because like that's a topic that I want to bring up in another podcast once I've got Rajan back on the team. But um, it's uh, like media coverage. It's one of those things where is there? There's like so much coverage of this one topic that <clears throat> we will see a million things about it, and it's going to blow everything out of proportion. Like it could be that like puppies are now cuter than ever. It's one little thing that happened in one little town. Like, they, they've got a bunch of, of puppies from one litter that were more adorable. But if every single news source commented on that and said, like, oh, look at us. Like, we've got – we have the cutest puppies in the world over here in America. We've got a, a million cute puppies. Um, it, it blows up from one litter to a million just because, a, like, a hundred different news sources are commenting on it. And it it's a, – that's a bad example. But that's kind of what happened with – um that Corona at the beginning, um, where it started to really spiral really quickly, uh, and it ended up being more accurate than most of us anticipated. Um, but it, like, you can look at it with anyone that, uh, anyone that's done anything wrong in the last couple years. Um, if the news stations start to pick up on it, uh, it's going to be blown way larger than, maybe necessary at first it's important that we all know things but like um it will become like they'll be the most vilified person ever uh so i don't know i guess i'm glad that the media covered things as well as they did with corona um as long as they're not spreading misinformation which i'm getting i'm hearing a lot more about from from both sides of the agenda quote unquote where like we've got fox news on one end or cnn on the other um and the more extremes on either end they're both spreading misinformation and uh that kind of media coverage is really bad because it feels like they're just going for the views rather than they're trying to help anyone um how other people are reacting uh there have been things like rent strikes um that I've been seeing things about uh because when the first of the month rolled around a lot of people didn't have jobs or they didn't have a way of getting paid so how are they supposed to pay their rent and then uh, a lot of people were kind of coming together against the landlords that are forcing their tenants to continue paying rent even though they don't have any money um striking against that because a lot of uh renters and tenants have more rights than a lot of people realize and they need to be in a place where they can you know they can live and they need to fight against the people that are just trying to scrounge for money um that's uh admirable i i I guess i wasn't able to participate in something like that because i don't know my my quote-unquote landlord is one of my best friends and we are just paying a mortgage on a house to live here um rather than rents and rent strikes and stuff like that it's just it didn't really apply to us but i am you know shout out supporting to all the uh all the people out there doing um doing their best to keep these scummy landlords in line um some student loan companies are putting holds on their uh requiring of payments um they are saying that i think until september that was the one that i've got for all federal um student loans they are putting a hold on them until uh september if not later if this whole thing continues um so that's pretty cool. Um, AT&T is giving free three months to healthcare workers. Also pretty cool. Um, I got that news from John Krasinski on his YouTube show. Um, and then here we are in my list of things to like the most upsetting thing. It's just like all the bullshit that the president is spewing. Um, he, and he's just not handling this any type of well while claiming that he is handling everything well. Um, He's ignoring everyone's needs and how they, uh, like, all the stuff that we need as a nation, which at first, you know, basic is just guidance. You know, we we should have the federal government guiding us in a situation like this, whereas he wants to stop uh, federal funding for all coronavirus things and put all of the uh, responsibility on the states. And that's just... That's fucking ridiculous. Like, we need to have structure for something as large as this. We need to have that one governing body that's going to say all of us are going to approach this the same way. Because when you don't do that, we get stuck with places like Florida and Oklahoma where the, um, the governors are basically saying, no, this is we don't need to stay home. Everyone go back to work. We need to boost the economy. And it's like, no, we fucking don't. There's nothing there's nothing that important in the economy that we need to risk everyone's lives to continue going on. Because, I mean, if we if everyone dies or there's a giant drop in the amount of people that can participate in the economy, then the economy is going to crash. So, like, saving people, saving the economy but risking people's lives is still going to damage the economy if you lose those people's lives. And I don't understand why people don't understand that. Um, the economy is just not as important as these people seem to think it is. And like, we're getting it from both sides. It's not like a strictly Republican thing or a Democrat or whatever, because like there are Democrat and Republicans that are on both sides just saying the most ludicrous stuff. They just like, we've got people in, I think it was Oklahoma where they had to still go out and vote for their primaries because the governor refused to um, allow for mail-in voting or online, um, I don't remember if there's what sort of stipulations and regulations those things need, but they just said absolutely not. Um, here in New York, we're lucky enough to have uh, that sort of thing. Um, but uh, got another comment here. Uh, in lieu of all this negativity and isolation, I would like to make one joke. Ozzy has eaten a bag and didn't contract a deadly virus. We should learn bat. Sorry, eaten a bat, and uh, we should learn from him and stop being uh, sissy latlas. And, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's true. Like, I mean, like, what was it? 20, 30 years ago when Ozzy bit the head off a bat, allegedly, he was fine, but he's also survived like a billion years worth of drug use in the last, uh, 40, 50 years, however old he is. Like he is a goddamn legend. Like him and Keith Richards are probably going to be here, um, longer than any of us. And, uh, you know, good for them. They're doing something right, I guess. Um, years of copious drug use and, uh, rock and roll lifestyle. its probably what leads to, uh, survivability, right? Um, but yeah, so, uh, luckily here in New York, we are able to switch to mail-in voting. Um, I have my little paper behind me somewhere and I just haven't filled it out just yet, but, you know, get out there, make sure you vote, even though actually let's take back what I just said. Do not get out there vote if you can um, safely. Be, like, be as safe as possible because like it, it sucks that uh, everyone's like, we need to make sure that we're out here um, and vote, make sure we're voting. Everyone's vote matters. And if we uh, if we can't do it safely, then what's the fucking point, you know? You can't safely go out and vote and then feel like you're going to be alive long enough to uh, reap the benefits of your vote because if it matters so much, like you should be able to, um, you know, benefit from it or at least see some sort of something from it. Um, but you know what what are you gonna do? like if your state doesn't allow for it, like I can't I, I don't even know what to recommend. Um, but well, I guess we just have to kind of wait and see it's it's one of those things where like now that we've lost uh Bernie, who i was I was an avid supporter of um <clears throat> and we're kind of we're stuck with Biden. It's like, I don't really want to vote for him, but I would much rather have him than who we currently have. And it's just kind of a waiting game, you know? Um, And like back to what I said before, the, the whole hoax thing where people think that this is a democratic ploy to get Trump out of office, like you're a fucking moron, absolute fucking moron, right? We've got people down the street, like 20 miles up the street uh, from, from me down the road, up the street, across the pond, whatever, um, that like they aren't wearing masks. They're not taking any safety precautions, um, because they think that this whole thing is, is is a hoax and it's putting everyone else in danger. I mean, right now across the world, we have 2 million confirmed cases. Um, some, some countries are not reporting accurately though. So we don't know if that's higher or lower, um, with, just under 120,000 confirmed deaths. Like I said, we don't know how many of those are accurate, I guess, we not everyone's reporting accurately. Um, in New York alone, we have 200,000 confirmed cases, apparently, um, with just over 10,000 deaths. And that's scary. Most of it's in the city, where it's like the most densely populated, but it's still like, it's throughout New York. I know we've got a small hotspot just down the road in um, my neighboring, Uh, neighboring city Um, and I just I don't know what to say everyone is it's just not a hoax just not Um, we uh, we have to be careful people have to stay home we need to um, make sure that we are shortening how long this goes like we need we need to stay away from other people and practice social distancing as best we can I'm not saying put your entire life on hold um but just do it cleverly like do it smart don't go out to highly populated places unless you absolutely have to like grocery stores and walmart and stuff like that um if you're going hiking go to a place where you're not going to be you know right next to other people um just be careful um we do have over 440,000 confirmed recovered um in the world which is great that's a really great step um but we uh It's got to, we got to keep going. Um, And I I just really hope that this ends sooner rather than later, because as much as we always joke, like we need a new plague, we've got too many people on the planet. There are not as many as the planet can handle. We just aren't utilizing things properly because of, uh, I want to say because of like capitalist conspiracy, but whatever. Um, So yeah, just stay home. Uh, use this time to hone some skills which is what i'm trying to do uh like at least just a little bit um i have the one thing i have been doing is learning how to cook just a little bit um following recipes for things that i really enjoyed having in um when i was in japan uh specifically curry and gyudon, which uh that's like a beef bowl um so it's like sauteed beef and uh rice and onions um absolutely delicious and like Japanese curry uh both of those are absolutely like dead ass simple for like anyone could do them anyone can make those and have them taste good the curry one is my new go-to um I made it with chicken katsu which was super easy and delicious and I uh I can't wait to make it again I think I'm gonna make that tomorrow actually so we'll see how that goes um like I said before, we made the ham and we made the cheesecake. The cheesecake was a new experience because it was Basque style or Basque style. Um, shout out to Joshua Weissman. His YouTube channel is what taught me how to use it, uh, which was delicious. If you burn the cheesecake, it's so much more like custardy and light and delicious, but it still has like that cheesecake flavor. Highly recommend looking it up. Um, I uh, I love that shit. It was so good. Um, and on on the docket, like I have, uh, I want to learn Photoshop. Um, because I've never really grasped the concept of how to use that properly. So I want to, I want to get that going. Um, I would love to, uh, learn guitar. Um, I actually have this, uh, this guitar here that I bought from a method um, a couple of years ago when I first got the job at, uh, the college that I worked for, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna have so much more free time with this normal schedule that I can like totally learn how to play guitar now. Um so I went out and I bought that guitar from from the method and then I haven't played it since. But the story of how I got it it's excellent. It's truly excellent. Um I uh so I asked my best one of my best friends, uh, Matt if he would help me buy an acoustic guitar and I said and he was like, Yeah, okay, sure, we can go to guitar center or whatever. Then like half an hour later, he texts me with a Craigslist ad and he just says, buy this one. Um, it looks like it's a, a good quality guitar, um, super cheap. Um, so I think it was a, he said it was a $300 guitar that they were selling for 60 bucks. So I jumped on it, called the guy, was like, hey, he, he said, let's meet at the mall. Perfect. Uh, go to the mall. I'm waiting around for him. And he calls me. He's like, I, uh, I can't make it to the mall. Can you just come to my house? And I was like, that's well, kind of, it's like super sketch, but sure let's do it um drive out there and uh it's like in a really bad part of our neighboring town jc um and i pull up to like this tiny little side street with uh nothing but trap houses on it um a tweaker is just like slowly strolling down the street past my car as i park uh then i call the guy i was like hey i'm here and he's like okay cool i'll be right out there's um two dudes sitting on a porch with a giant pit bull. Like it was a monstrous boy. Like he was just a thick meatloaf of a dog. Um and uh <laughs> I get out of the car, the guy walks up with the guitar, and he's like, hey, um, sorry I couldn't make it to the mall. Uh, and like you could just you look at him and you can just tell, like, he's he's a mether. He's got some, some meth things going on in, in his life. And, uh, he hands me the guitar with like a bunch of accessories. So honestly, like best deal I could have gotten, um, for this price. Like it was a guitar with a capo, a bunch of pin picks, um, a, uh, auto tuner. Um, it, it was, it was great. Like $60 for probably like three $400 for the stuff. Awesome. Um, as I'm Putting the stuff in my car, one of the guys that's sitting on the porch yells, "Hey yo, you buy guitars?" And I was like, um, "I'm buying, I'm buying this one." And he's like, "You want to buy an electric uh, eight string?" And I was like, "I mean, maybe not right now." He's like, "Here, I'll go grab it." And so he gets up, walks away, gets the uh, gets the guitar, and I'm just like standing there, like I'm, I'm I don't like being here. I don't want to be here. Um, the two guys not wearing shirts, just to paint the scene a little bit more. Um, and then uh, he comes back out with the this, it, absolutely beautiful um, eight string guitar. And I was like, damn, this is super nice. Like, how much are you looking for? And he's like, I don't know, seven, eight hundred, somewhere in there. And I was like, all right, well, I don't have it right now, but um, can I get your uh, contact info in case I want to buy it? And he's like, oh, no, I don't have a phone. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, just, uh, just come back here. I'm usually on the porch, I don't work or nothing. And I was like, okay um, cool, 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 cool. Uh, what's, what's your name? And he's like, oh, my name's Kenny. This is my son, Kenny. And that's his son, Kenny. And I was like, cool. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's get on out of here. How can I turn around? Or like, what's the best way to get out, off the street? He's like, oh, well, you're going to want to just like go straight through, uh, straight through there and, um, go through Olums And I was like, this doesn't sound real, but all right. And so I drove, I got in my car and I drove forward and went over some train tracks and was, like, in the back lot of Olums. Um And I was like, this is, it really doesn't feel like I'm supposed to be here. But sure enough, I was able to leave. And um, I didn't I didn't get killed, uh, which is probably clear for me being right here. Um, but, yeah, so I've had this guitar for, like, two years. Um, I haven't touched it, really. I haven't even tuned it. I was going to do a little strum to, to show everyone just how out of tune it was. And I decided that was probably not best um, for everyone's ears. But then uh, the last thing on my docket of like ways that I want to maybe try and come out of this like better than going in um, the quarantine, I mean, is uh, just like starting to get into some cardio, maybe working out a little bit. Um, I have a treadmill that's in our basement and it's great. I just wish I was up here so that I could like do things on my computer and I wasn't just wasting time um, on the treadmill, not doing anything else like if I could use that time to like watch some shows or get some work done, like do some writing while I was walking, that would be awesome. Um, but I really don't want to bring that up here or move any of my setup down there. Um, so actually I had a, a neat idea for streaming, um, which would be like any time, uh, I do a stream, which I haven't started doing at all. Um, I'm on the treadmill while playing the game and like any donations that I get would just boost up the speed on the treadmill. Uh, But I just haven't implemented that yet, and I don't want to move the treadmill up here just yet. So we'll see how it goes. I was looking at like under desk treadmills, and those things are fucking pricey. I mean, if I wanted to go with like an under desk like um, stationary bike, those are a lot more doable. They're like a hundred to two hundred bucks. But the lowest uh, treadmill was, I think it was. $300, $400, Three $400, which, you know, under desk is, is not exactly what I'd be doing. I'd be like more of a standing position at the computer. That would be ideal, but it's just, uh, it's just kind of pricey, but I think, um, that's pretty much all I've got for, for today. Um, I'm not sure if the, uh, if the going live was as effective as I wanted and I, I wish that it had worked on Facebook, but I had to, I had to take that off. So, um, this is me signing off, uh, Bam in the Junk, podcast number something. I don't know, episode four, I think, three or four. And uh, my first ever live session on on Instagram. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. I'll see you guys later.